Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. I am your host, the Contagiously Positive Girl, Lori Ann Sheldrick. I believe that happiness is not inherited, it is created, and you, we, me, are the only ones who can create it. It starts from within, because when we focus on our inner world, it makes it so much easier to tone down the negativity from the outer world. And if we don't make a conscious effort to bring happiness into our life, we will be pulled into the negative vortex. So in this podcast, every single week, we are going to be talking about all the things and taking on life challenges to help you making upping your happiness game a daily ritual and truly embrace unleashing the inner contagiously positive that's within. Creating and living a life that you love doesn't happen by accident. It happens by making the health and happiness of your mind, body, heart, and soul a priority. So get cozy and let's begin. Hey, 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 everybody. It's Lorianne Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I sit here in my recording studio, which is really just my home office, I'm staring out the window and it is snowing big, fluffy, white, perfect snow. It's very, very lovely. I just completed um, a pretty intense yoga routine. So I'm feeling very jelloy in my legs and my arms, but I'm also incredibly zen. So I'm really stoked to be talking to all of you today. If you're listening on the day that this gets published, Happy Monday, and I thought to start the week off this week, we would talk about something that I think really affects our happiness game, and that is our to-do list. So for all you thinkers out there, this one's for you because I do a lot, a lot of podcasts that go into our mind and our hearts and our souls and it's woo-woo and feeling and just touchy-feely. And I figured, you know what, I'm going to do a podcast for all of those people who really want to structure their day, who want some strategic tips on how to up their happiness game. So I figured, What better way to do that than manage your to-do list? So today I want to talk about having a happiness, contagiously positive, stress-free, no anxiety-filled to-do list. So first things first, I just want to let you know this is what I do. This is how I manage my to-do list. It works for me. It's not the only way. It works for me. It's what I it's what I use. It's what I teach my clients. It works for some of them. It doesn't work for others. Some people need to get more detailed. But at the end of the day, all that I ask is that if it resonates with you, try it out. If it doesn't resonate with you at all and you're just like, I've got this down pack, kudos to you. I give you a digital high five just through the airwaves, if you will. Um, And I love it. If you have tips, message me. I would love to know your managing your to-do list tips. So 
first things first. Why is this so important? I always start with the why because I really think that for us to try something, to keep it up, to keep that habit up, and even just to get going, it's really important to have that strong why, that inspiration, that reason that makes us want to do it in the first place. And the reason why I took control of my to-do list was for a couple of things. Number one, in the past, I used to look at my desk and my desk looked like post-its threw up. I had post-its everywhere with things to do and then I had my calendar that had things to do on it and I had my day planner that had things to do on it and then I had a nice piece of paper that had a list of things to do on it and everything was everywhere and guess what? Nothing that needed to get done ever got done and then I would go to bed and I would lay in there and as soon as my head would hit the pillow, I would be thinking about all the things that I didn't get done that day. And oh my God, I forgot to do that. Wasn't that on the yellow post-it, like underneath the eight books on my desk? So I got rid of all of that, which was really hard because I am a stationary junkie. I love, love stationary and post-its and booklets and journals and paper, and, but I digress. Okay, back to your to-do list. So. And secondly, the reason why I really wanted to get control over this was I had too much stuff. I had too much stuff on the list. A lot of them were just reminders that didn't really need to be addressed, that didn't need to be actioned. It was just things that I wanted to remind myself. Some of them were actions and some of them were calendar items like appointments or events. So I really wanted to take control of that and I wanted to make sure that the stuff that needed to get done that would feel really good, that would make me feel confident, that would make me feel really positive, especially at the end of the day when the day ended, actually got done and I didn't feel like I was chasing my tail and I didn't feel like I was constantly in this, oh my God, I forgot to do that. I'm going to have to wake up extra early tomorrow to make sure that that gets done type of panic. So first things first, let's get into some tips because I want to respect your time. Number one is to manage your to-do list. The biggest thing you can do is make a daily routine list, make a daily list. So that way, if something should come up, you can either add it to your list or you can move it because it's less important to another day. So instead of having absolutely everything on one list throughout the day, really prioritize the list. This is the things that must get done today, now, that will make you feel really good, those are the things that should go on your list that you look at throughout the day and only those things, these are the things that should get done first that you do right away. And by doing this, what happens is you're not stressed out at the end of the day that you didn't get everything done and you're not stressed out in the moment looking at that massive four-page sheet of all the things you have to do when really in that day you might have three or four massive high-level things that you need to get done that you'll feel really good about that might have a domino effect on all the other things on your list anyway. This is a much easier way to stay on track, especially when distractions come up or someone tries to add something to your already full list. You're able to say, you know what, 
I have to get done these three things first. I don't necessarily need to get that done until, you know, two days from now. So yes, I do have time to help you, but I need to get this done first. So it helps you prioritize. It helps you get the things that need to get done, done, which makes you feel really good at the end of the day and in that moment because you just feel so motivated by yourself. Um, and it helps you really decide whether or not you have time to do the other stuff. So you get to make that decision, which might mean, or it does mean, that sometimes you have to say no to something else temporarily in order to get those high level things done. So here's what I do. First things first is I have three lists. So list A, is what I look at daily. I'm actually looking at it right now. I have, this is what I need to do today. This is Friday, okay? This is the things that must get done today no matter what because if they don't get done today, I'm gonna be up until one in the morning having to get them done because it's stuff that needs to get out to more morning right away. So for me, it's Friday as I record this, so I need to post my Friday roundup for my Contagiously Positive email tribe. I need to record Monday's podcast, boom, I'm in the process of doing that as I speak to you. And I need to prepare Monday's Beat the Monday Blues post for, again, my email list, which is my Contagiously Positive um, tribe. So those are the things, no matter what, that have to get done for work. I have other things that need to get done, but that is all that goes on list A, and I don't look at the next thing that I'm gonna talk about until I get those things done, because that is priority. I have to get that stuff done for my business, for the people that I'm serving as well, because they expect it. So that is my must get done today list. That's for my business. On a personal level, I really make sure to add something in there that helps me nourish my mind, so I'm making that a priority, and that is my morning routine of getting up in the morning and doing my journal writing. I talked about that on last week's podcast. If you wanna check that out, you can check out last week's podcast where I talk about having a really good positive morning routine that helps make the rest of my day really successful. So that also goes on my must get done today. That is for my mind. It's also really good for my soul. And on my must get done list is number one, either doing, um, doing an at-home yoga routine, doing a workout, or um, not or, and I have to make sure I add a one hour walk in there um, for myself and for my dog because I have a very energetic dog that needs to go for a walk. So those things are what is on my list for today, for Friday, that must get done today, list A. Now I can look at my calendar, fit it all in there, and if someone calls me and says, I would really like for you to do this, I'm able to fit it in or say, no, I don't have time today, I cannot, can't wait until tomorrow. Also, I'm able to plan my day better in 
really appropriate blocks of time because along with all of that stuff, I also have events. So I have an event tonight at 6 p.m. So I need to make sure I plan my day accordingly based on my to-do list, the things that must get done. And I have a couple of coaching clients that I need to work with as well. That's going to take up a couple of hours. And then my event at 6 p.m. is going to take up two hours. So there's already four hours. So I need to plan my day appropriately. This is why having a list A, the things that must get done, is so important because when you look at your calendar, you can manage it instead of feeling like it's managing you. So the second list is the things that you would like to do. You know, like it would be great if you could do them today, but it's not necessary. And your third list is the stuff that has to be done eventually, but it's not immediate. It's not priority. So for you, so you have your list A, B, and C. Okay, you can label it whatever you want. Your to-do list, if it already feels intimidating, if you start to break stuff up into these three categories and only look at one day at a time, and then when something comes up, put it in the appropriate category. So it's really important to have like either a booklet or a day planner or just something that you create. I created my own printables so that I could keep track of this. Um, really have something so that you have somewhere to put it so it's not on you know a whole stack of post-its all around your house or your office. So this way it already feels less intimidating, less stressful. It already brings down the anxiety of how you're going to get it all done because the only thing that really matters when you wake up is getting list A done. And then if you accomplish list A, you can move over to list B and start to pull things out of list B that would be really great that you could get done and get ahead of the game because it's things that would probably go on tomorrow's list. So you see the rhythm here? Don't do things that from list C that you need to do next week. Head over to list B and say, oh, well, you know what? There's three things on here that I could do that I would have had to do tomorrow. I'm already ahead of the game. If you can't do anything, if your list A is all you have time to do that day, that's awesome. Just finish your day by, put it, by creating a new list A for the next day so that as soon as you get to work, you know what has to get done. And again, don't just put work things on there. Put your life stuff so that you're not just constantly thinking about all the things that you need to get done at work. You're also thinking about the priority things that take care of you, that keep you energized, that keep you motivated, that keep your house running, and that keep your kids alive, basically, all right? So... What happens is if, and again, if things come up during the day, add it to the necessary list. So that's why I think it's really important to have a book or a binder or something where you have all these printout sheets so that you can go day by day and add it to the appropriate list. And on Sunday night or Monday morning even, spend a few minutes and plan out your week by the day, the things that you know you need to get done each day. And even if it's repetitive, like one hour walk or make dinner or, you know, spend one hour emailing or getting that proposal out, even if it's something you have to do every single day, don't 
get it out on the paper and write it out every single day so that you don't have to think about it. It just becomes habitual. And then when you look at it, it's in the block and you have no excuses when someone says, do you have time to do that? And you're like, oh yeah, there's nothing in the block. So I'm good. And then you realize, oh crap, I actually did have something that I was supposed to do. So that's why I really think it's important to plan it out. So if someone were to say, well, I really need you to, I would really like to do something with you for breakfast. Can we have a breakfast meeting or this? I would look at my calendar and my to-do list and realize, well, I can't because I have priority things that have to get done. But you know what? I have some time from like two to four that I would be, I would love to meet you for a coffee date or something like that or a business meeting. So really prioritize it. This is huge. I also recommend organizing your inboxes this way. So this is really good for your office. I did this when I was working in, in the corporate world. So you buy three inboxes and you put them into each of these categories so that when files come in, when people drop stuff off, when you have forms to fill out or whatever it is that you do in your business, um, box one is your list A, like just like list A. Box one is the stuff that must get done today. It must get filed today. It must get signed today. It must get completed today. Inbox number two is things that you would really like to do if you can today or at least this week. And Inbox C is really just that stuff that you're like, it needs to get done eventually, but it's really not a priority. So you can do this with like paper inboxes that you would put on your desk, and you can also do this with your email inboxes, and you can categorize it so that you ensure you're like, here are the eight emails I want to respond to today. So you could create an actual box that you would put the email into, move it over to, that you know that those are the only eight emails that I need to respond to today. And by doing that, what happens is, especially if you get like over a hundred emails every single day, instead of responding to and opening all the emails that you didn't need to open in that moment, what you're doing is, again, you're being very strategic and you're only doing the things that need to get done that day. This is so important to really focus on this. I know it might seem like a lot of work, but here's the thing. You can't be expected to do everything in one day. So yes, you might think that, oh, well, I should be able to get that all done. I should be able to work all day, plus also get my workout in, plus also take care of the kids and also manage the home and also pay my bills and also do all the errands. No, you shouldn't be. You're not superhuman. So this is why I really think it's important to prioritize your priorities because those around you, including yourself, really shouldn't have that expectation that you need to do everything in that moment and it needs to be done now. So if your to-do list for this day right now has way too many items on it, I want you to really go through it and ask yourself, is this a priority for today? Does this really need to get done today? Like let go of a few activities, let go of an event if you can, let go of a few to-dos, like whatever it is, because it's way more important to be happy and healthy because well, let me let me just backtrack that. It's actually more important to be happy and healthy than it is to get those few extra little things done, especially if they can wait until next week, especially if they can wait until the next day, because when you focus on that, on 
prioritizing your priorities and only doing the high level things every single day that need to get done, you are actually more productive. You really are more productive. So really having a, a three list a, B, C, having three inboxes, A, B, C, setting up your email files like this as well. This is really amazing to up your happiness game, to decrease stress throughout the day, and to manage your to-do list and your schedule instead of it managing you. So what I also wanted to really talk about here, I wanted to give you a few extra tips on really managing your day by bulking certain things together so that you're not starting and stopping completely different tasks all this all the time. So this is what I really, really love. Okay. So for personal things, so when I leave the house and I'm driving, what I do is I think about all the things that I can do that are on that route. So I bulk the tasks together. So this is grouping similar activities together. So at work, everything on your to-do list that requires calls, try to do all that stuff at the same time because you're already in that mindset and in that task, you have your your phone there, you're already doing those calls. So everything on your to-do list that requires the calls that have to be returned or made that day, do them all at the same time and just spend the time doing that. Like forget about multitasking. That is not productive. Focus on the task at hand and group those similar activities together. And the same thing goes for sending out emails, spend an hour, you know, responding to those must get to emails. And after that hour, let it go. Don't go to the stuff that doesn't need to be responded to right away. Get back to your high level must get done today items. Same with filing, the same with writing, the same with anything that needs to be both together. Uh, on a side note to that, I recommend like, only going into your email three times a day when you're really busy because this gives you focus and instead of constantly opening up every single ding and bing and ring, you're just focusing on the tasks at hand and you're managing your day instead of having your day manage you. So your filing, have a place for your filing and spend the last 30 minutes of the day putting things away because what happens here is it organizes your mind to focus on tasks that are similar and it prevents you from having to get reorganized every single moment and every single day. And at home, when you're making dinner, delegate that, not delegate, group that activity together. Make dinner, also prepare your lunches for the next day. One day a week, when you do your groceries, come home, prepare several meals for the week. Prepare meals that can be reheated frozen for quick thoughts. Have a slow cooker, bulk that task together, have a slow cooker, turn it on and your meal's ready when you get home. Like bulk those similar activities together so you don't have to use up tons of mind space in order to complete that task and just be all over the place because when you're all over the place you're like I can do this I can multitask I can do this and this and this and this and this but you're only getting done a portion of the time because you're constantly getting set up for that task and that takes a lot longer so for I was talking about when I go out, like when I go out, if I'm going to an appointment on my way home from the appointment, I'll stop at the grocery store, pick up what I need instead of coming home and then having to drive back out when I'm driving right back 
right by the store. And yes, even though it might seem like I'm taking time out of my work day, I'm actually not because I'm getting the tasks done while I'm right there instead of stopping what I'm stopping because it's now five o'clock and I have to go to the grocery store and drive again and get ready again and go out again, go to the grocery store and come back, get those tasks done. I will pick up stuff that I need, like just do those little errands. And then I also have a time throughout the day where I just do those little personal things like pay the bills, pick up daily essentials when I'm out, make the doctor's appointment, make the dentist appointment, respond to a personal email or respond to a personal phone call. So I categorize my life so that I get that stuff done. So I highly recommend this. Okay, another tip, all right? I hope this is serving you. Um, this is a very different podcast for me where I'm just giving you tips on how I manage my day. So I really hope it's serving you because it is different than the stuff that I usually share here on Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. But I think when we take control of our lives, especially something that seems as small as our to-do list, which isn't actually that small, it's actually a big ticket item for our day. When we take control of that, it actually does help us up our happiness game. So this has a domino effect on other parts of your life as well. So here's another tip that I highly recommend for managing, for helping you manage your to-do list and for helping you manage your calendar and just your life, all right? So at home, and at work, get rid of the clutter. Get rid of the clutter on your desk. So your desk at work should have proper file folders, it should have your organizing gadgets, your pen, your paper, things that you need to get the work that you have to get done, done. Make sure that everything's at your fingertips so you're not always searching and getting frustrated for those daily essentials that you need to get that work done. And at the end of the day, clean your desk before you leave so you come to a clean space in the morning. Even if you take 10 minutes at the end of the day to stop work, you're like, okay, I've got all my stuff done now. I'm going to take 10 minutes to plan out my schedule and my to-do list for tomorrow. Clean your desk up, organize your inboxes, get everything ready, have everything out, make sure you have everything prepared for the next day, you have all of your essentials, and then when you leave the office, you know that when you get in in the morning, everything is there for you and you are ready to start the day off for success. Like This is such an amazing tip. This is something that really helps me to stay motivated because I hate having a cluttered office. Like a cluttered desk is truly a cluttered mind, especially when you cannot find anything because then you go into a state of stress, you you start to feel it in your body, you get impatient, you get agitated. So this is really amazing. I also recommend keeping everything organized and decluttered at home. So everything that you need daily have it in the same place every single day so that you're not wasting time and getting frustrated searching for it. So I think I talked about this last week as well where I said 
before you even walk out of the house, like before you go to bed, I mean, make sure that everything that you need to walk out of the house the next day is at the door, is ready for you, is prepared. So you're not looking for your keys. You're not looking for your shoes. You're not looking for your gloves. You're like, oh my God, where did my wallet go? Where did my purse go? It's like, oh, did I forget my charger? Where's my charger? Where's my phone? Anybody see my phone? Like, That's not a positive way to start the day. That gets you frazzled and it makes it really hard for you to manage all of the things you want to get done throughout the day because you're starting the day off flustered. So you don't want that. So everything you need daily, keep it in the same place so you're not wasting precious time. This is all about managing your time so that you don't just have time to get done all of the things that you need to get done, but you also have time for you, the things that you want to do. And the same goes for food. So if you are just constantly really getting frustrated about what to make for dinner, what to have for lunch, what to make for breakfast, and it's just taking, it's cluttered and you don't know what to do. You don't know what to put together. It's like you just randomly buy stuff and it's all mindless. Make a menu for the week. And when you go to the grocery store, only buy those items when you do groceries. Because when you know what you're going to make for your family or for yourself, when you get home, it saves you the most precious resource you have which is your time. Again, this is all about managing your time instead of time managing you because you don't want to be searching your cabinets and your fridge, standing there, wasting an hour wondering what you're going to make for dinner, okay? So this is actually really, really important. I know so last night, for example, I knew I was going to make one of my favorite recipes, which was spaghetti saltuno. I had everything ready. I made sure that I had the ingredients. And then when I went to make dinner, all I had to do was take out the ingredients and make dinner. I didn't have to think about what to make. I didn't have to make the decision. I didn't have to do anything. So it like, it just like, instead of it taking a brain space, it's just gone, it's done. The decision's already made for me and I don't have to worry about it. And tonight, I have the leftovers because I made a double batch so I could have leftovers tonight because it's Friday and as I said, I have an event from six to eight so when I get home, I'll have a meal already ready to go. And that also does another thing. It helps you nourish your body because when you're hungry and you don't know what to make, what do you do? you go for junk, you go for junk, or you go for something that's quick and easy that doesn't nourish your body. And then usually if it's unhealthy, it's going to drain your energy and then you're not going to feel motivated because you're so tired and sluggish from that really like, maybe it's like, you know, french fries and deep fried chicken or something like that. I don't know. That's just the first thing that came to my mind. And that just drains your energy and you don't have the time because you're so exhausted from your meal and you don't want to do anything else that evening like a nice workout or a yoga or going to going for a walk or making personal phone calls or just doing stuff for you, sitting in a bubble bath. I don't know. Okay. So this is all about, again, I'm going to repeat this over and over and over again, because I want this to like, just like enter deep, deep, deep into your subconscious mind. Manage your time. Don't let time manage you. Get rid of the overwhelm by not having everything take up precious brain space 
and just get the decisions done and put them there so that you don't have to make those decisions, especially when you've had a really tiring day at work, okay? So this is amazing. Last thing, and then I'm gonna just say goodbye and let you go about your day because it's Monday and I'm sure you have a lot on your to-do list today, but the first thing you're gonna do when you go into work is you're gonna make that, you're gonna prioritize that to-do list. A, must get done. B, would be nice. C, not necessary to get done this week, so it's gonna go on a list that will get done someday. All right, last thing, delegate. Delegate, 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 delegate. You do not, cannot have to do it all. So what I want you to do, especially at work, is I want you to sit down with your team and make a list of things that they need to do. So not what you think you should be doing for them because it takes you less time to do it than it does to train them, but what is actually probably should have been on their list right from the start, but you just didn't take up that time. You didn't use the time to train them because you're in this mindset of, you know what, I've been doing it for years, I'm gonna do it anyway. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you have to and doesn't mean you should. So this is a really great thing to do because it gives your team members a chance to grow. And that's really what you want to do. Like by doing it yourself and thinking that it's easier to do it yourself because it's always been that way, you are taking away from their opportunity to learn and grow and learn a new skill and do something. So delegate. What should you really be doing based on your core main strengths? And what should they be doing based on their core main strengths? And everybody has a chance to work the work that they really want to be doing that really like is comes from their strongest skills and everybody feels empowered. So this is really important. And you are being intentional about the work that you're doing and that everyone else is doing as well. Don't do it just because you've always done it that way. Delegate because everyone knows what they have to do. And when you do this and everyone is very clear on what they have to do, no one can use the excuse that they didn't know. So it takes a lot of time to create the list, especially as a team, but once it's done, you don't have to think about it again. Your team is empowered, they know what to do, and if they don't do it, that's on them. That is on them. They cannot use the excuse because you all got clear as a team as to what needed to get done. If they can't get it from you, sorry, if they can get it from you, they're not going to do it themselves. And this is nothing against the other person, but if you're constantly doing things for other people, of course they're not gonna take the initiative and do it. If someone else came into my house and did things for me all the time, I'm keeping my mouth shut and I'm just gonna let them do that because they're doing it and they're doing it without complaining. So how am I to know that they're stressed out, burnt out, maxed out and frustrated? So be very clear about everyone's task and what everyone needs to do. And this is also something you can also do at home as a family, your spouse, or if you have a roommate or if you have children, 
everybody gets a task, everybody knows what their job is, everybody has to do it, and if they're not doing it your way, suck it up. Let them do it their way. If they're not loading the dishwasher the way you would load the dishwasher, who cares? Empower them, let them load the dishwasher, let them have that task, and let go of the my way or the highway mentality because by doing that, you're doing a lot of things that you don't need to be doing all because you think it needs to be done your way. This is going to be one of the hardest things that you let go of, but it's also going to be the most freeing thing and it's going to enhance your relationships as well. So talk to each other, figure out what you can do. Like my husband and I know I'm the laundry person, he's the garbage person. I'm the grocery person, he's the yard person. I don't shovel, he shovels. Like. It's just all this stuff, like I walk the dog, but he does other things for the dog, like the grooming stuff for the dog. And like I pay all the house bills, but he does all the house maintenance stuff. Like, so it's just, we just have this understanding and we communicate with it. Like my husband hates to cook, so I cook, but once a week he's in charge of dinner, but that doesn't mean he has to cook. That could mean that he picks up dinner and brings it home, or it might mean that he takes me out for dinner. I don't expect him to make the meals that I would make, but I have explained to him that once a week I just need a break where I'm not worrying about the meals. He takes control of it, but he takes control of it his way. And then we share the other tasks. So we share at the end of the night after dinner, we share taking care of cleaning up the kitchen and putting stuff away and preparing lunches for the next day. If he has a really busy evening and I know when he's had to take some work home, then I will take on that responsibility. It's not 50-50 folks. Sometimes you're going to take on more things than other people and sometimes that person's going to take on more responsibility than you. What it's about is about communicating so the things that must get done, list A, get done and everybody goes home and everybody goes to bed feeling happy that they had a productive and successful day. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this really helps you unleash your inner contagiously positive and at the very least just like helps you manage your time better. I wish you all a phenomenal day and a really, really amazing week. And as always, everyone, be happy, be healthy, and of course, most importantly, be contagiously positive. If you liked this episode, or any of the episodes in this podcast, and you want to help someone else unleash their inner contagiously positive, please share, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's work together to put beauty and positivity, health and happiness into the world.